Its website and Facebook streams lure in future members by preaching peace, love, and energy. But inside this tight-knit group, ex-members say they faced abuse and torture. Is their revered leader the one true Mother God bringing energy and peace to the world? Or is she nothing more than a scam artist who's found a new way to fund her lifestyle? This week's episode is Love Has Won. In the night, your heart fills with dread. Probably a murderer who wants you dead. It could be a ghost, a demon, or worse. Perhaps you're the victim of a witch's curse. It's hopeless, you're doomed. You'd call a priest if you could. You'd rather just listen to who? Sinisterhood. I consider myself a fairly smart person. Mm-hmm. And um, this cult is one of the most difficult things I have had. <laughs> I just kept reading things and watching videos and I was like, I don't understand what they believe. What are they saying? And then I realized, no. oh, it's because... um I'm not on drugs. And a lot of times when, as a person who's done a fair share of drugs in her day, there's uh-huh. some conversations that, like, you totally get if if you and your <laughs> fellow person that you're hanging out with are on drugs. But if, like, one of you is and the other one isn't, you're like, what are you talking about? And that's how <laughs> I felt throughout this entire process. Well, this is a view into my lifestyle because I was always the nerd that didn't get offered drugs, probably because I have a narc face. And it always being at a party where everyone else is drunk or high and they're talking to you and you're going, am I supposed to know what they're meaning? That's what I felt like reading their website. There you so, go. Yeah. So, agreed. 100%. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. When you're high out of your mind, it makes total sense that you want to tilt a whirl <laughs> at your house and that everyone should pay for that. <laughs> Fuck yeah. But like, then you sober up, you're like, what did I, why did I want that again? Like this whole thing, I feel like that is just a running theme throughout. Mm -hmm. Yes. The posts, the videos, the, especially I was trying to, while I was watching the videos that they upload, they have a pretty big social media presence. They do. And so it's a lot. And so I was watching the videos and I was going to transcribe them. And I realized it was word salad when I was typing and I finally had to decide, okay, there's one cogent sentence here. Like, I'll select that one. Reading your notes, I would be like, what is she talking about? This makes no <laughs> sense. And then I would watch the video associated with it. And I'm like, oh, it's because it makes zero sense. So I would have to go in and add all this context because I'm like, it's like watching just a drunk person yeah. uh, go on a uh, F fueled tirade f-word fueled tirade mm-hmm. like there's no yeah. making sense of it you can't reason with somebody like that it's like uh your coworker you're not very close to like added you on snapchat and started sending like three in the morning you're getting these wasted yeah. like where are you what bar is still open like, what's Who happening is yeah what is wrong with it's, you it's very uncomfortable it's a very cringeworthy but also very sad because mm-hmm. the people that have been sucked into amy carlson's weird weird world are being completely brainwashed mm-hmm. allegedly from 
by some reports, uh, forced to take drugs or maybe they're being slipped into their food or drink or something. And like with any cult, once their claws get into you, it's just, you know, the families are. That's the thing with this one, too, that I found super interesting, but also so heartbreaking is because they do have such a huge social media presence, specifically streaming on YouTube and Facebook. Family members of the of the members tune in every day to watch just yeah. to see if they're alive still or to. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're. It's kind of like what we said with with Brittany. Like her mom and dad would see these things that are going on in her life because the paparazzi was there, and then TMZ would publish something. You're so far removed from like the actual loved one's life that you're having mm-hmm. to watch them do all this stuff on a screen. And you're completely helpless. And it's super sad because they'll say, oh, you know, I saw Angela on the po- on the video, but she looks so different. Mm-hmm. or She looks sad or she looks tired. It's like, I bet she is yeah, tired. Or they've lost this- a ton of weight because they're not allowed to eat. Mm-hmm. It's, it is very sad. Like with any cult, the, uh, the members are, that's a sad thing. But the family members of the actual victims, that's a whole other can of worms. It's equally as sad. Yeah, this was one that we did get a, a fair share mm-hmm. of requests, uh, not to mention my own dear mother, because they were on Dr. Phil, and she said, this this lady's batshit crazy. <laughs> I watched um, several <laughs> clips of the Dr. Mm-hmm. Phil episode with her, and it's it's pretty wild. I will say, we we openly talk about our disdain for Dr. Phil. <laughs> He's just not a very good interviewer. Mm-mm, I don't understand. I was watching this. this. He seemed so uninterested in what was going on. He had this uh, unhinged look in his eyes. I was like, is this because there's not a live audience? Or I don't Maybe. know. But he just kept, he would just ask these questions and didn't seem really <laughs> interested and. It looked like he was staring down at the cards a lot. And maybe because she, like I said, she basically speaks in a word salad. It's just complete nonsense. And he just looks up and would just. Well, and then you just ask <laughs> yeah. them that, whatever the next question was. Yeah, there's a lot of yeah. leading questions, too, with her family members, because her sisters and mom were on it, too. You have to. Uh, did you, people have sent us, I didn't know if you independently have seen the Dr. Phil video. It's a TikTok. I don't think, TikTok is a band now, I think. I don't know. Is it All the I one where he's every- asking people to stop calling him daddy? Yes. I have not seen it, but I have been told about this yeah he's just like i'm not your daddy (laughs) Uh, well he's somebody's daddy he does have a couple kids doesn't he it's the most daddy thing to say don't call me daddy daddy. don't call me (laughs) well i'm christy i'm heather and this is love has won amy carlson stroud was born on november 30th 1975 in kansas On a recent Dr. Phil episode, Amy's mother, Linda, and sisters, Chelsea and Tara, recounted how Amy was a sweet child growing up, got good grades, and showed no signs of acting different. By the time she reached her early 20s, Amy had been married three times, having a child with each of the men. Amy's mother claims that her daughter became distant after giving birth to her third child, and that she wasn't very close to any of her kids or very motherly. Chelsea, Amy's sister, went even further, saying Amy neglected her children. In 2006, family members noticed a significant change in Amy. They said she started behaving strangely, moved frequently from state to state, 
having even lived in Dallas, and two nearby suburbs, Garland and Rowlett. It was also around this time that Amy began referring to herself as Mother God. In fact, Mother God is what Amy's followers call her, as she is now the leader of the controversial group Love Has Won. This person has a, much like their website where you can't really tell who came from where and real names and all that, I, I had a bit of a difficulty tracking down her past history. Yeah. Because some people said, oh, she was arrested in this state and this state and this state. And I, I mean, I did my own independent research. I was, I, it, the problem with a name like Amy Carlson or Amy Stroud, it's pretty run of the mill. And so a lot of times when things would pop up that would be like third degree child assault or whatever, the birthdays don't match. Yeah. So, you know, it's hard when there's so much conflicting information coming out about her because she's kind of, she's kind of a nomad and, Lived all different places, but Dallas uh, or Garland and Rowlett, very close to us. They are. Yes, they are. And, um, you know, not, I'm bless the people of Garland and Rowlett. <laughs> that they had her in their midst. <laughs> they escaped her clutches. Mm -hmm. According to her LinkedIn page, now 44-year-old Amy is currently the chief executive officer of Love Has One, a self-described nonprofit charity spiritual institution based out of a mobile home in Crestone, Colorado, a town of less than 150 people in the northern San Luis Valley. Known as the spiritual mecca of the U.S., Crestone has more ashrams, temples, and Buddhist centers than anywhere else in the States, making it a popular destination for those seeking spiritual enlightenment. Others, however, report feeling a sinister presence in the small town, and that a dark portal allows for evil energies to creep in. I was very tempted to add her on LinkedIn. <laughs> I'm like, so now literally everybody but me has a LinkedIn page. <laughs> so I, like cult leaders now have LinkedIn pages and I oh, yeah. still don't. I wanted to, I looked at her LinkedIn page and it kept wanting me to sign in. I'm like, I don't even know. I, I think I have an account. I haven't signed in in years. I don't know what any of the password is, but the, her LinkedIn is pretty it's, wild. It's extensive. It's just, <laughs> goes into the, it. Um, the titles that she has assigned herself are <laughs> She's plentiful. Degrees and diplomas from non-existent things. So yeah, some people say that the reason there's so many temples and Buddhist centers and everywhere in this town and why there's a, a dark energy is because the dark energy seeks those that are vulnerable and might flock to a town like this for guidance Ooh. but we reference an article out of guru mag quite a bit and the guy who wrote that article stayed in this town while he was interviewing ex-members and stuff and he said he's never felt more uncomfortable especially at night that there was this evil presence that he left before he was supposed to he left his airbnb because it was so creepy and everything and ex-members say the same thing that like you just feel like there's a dark presence over the town it's like doing something to you what when hearing about having all of the spiritual things like that it made me think of sedona because mm -hmm. it has its vortexes such a beautiful little town and maybe this is like the inverse of a vortex Ooh. where a vortex provides you energy maybe this city sucks it away it's See, like the hell mouth the upside down world of sedona I've never been to Sedona and I've always wanted to go so bad. It was so You've nice. Been? We went for a yeah, I went for a wedding. It was beautiful. And I've, beautiful. I've heard that you really do feel good while you're there. 
I did. I felt very, we did little hikes and I felt very refreshed and we climbed up to the top of this peak and just sort of laid in the sun and just talked. Was this Caroline's I mean, wedding? Yeah. I was oh, like, nice. I was there with my improv group. So <laughs> you always feel like you're, speaking of cults, you always True. kind of feel, you know, energized and happy and everything when you're with them. Shout out to my watermelon improv group. But we just, we all felt very, you know, we like I said, we were hiking and, yeah. you know, chatting and everybody. It was just a great time. That's it awesome. was very empowering and there was, uh, it's interesting because there's kind of like an area that's, you can tell, you know, people that live there a long time and then there's some new development and then some new, like a Whole Foods and a, you know, where they've gone, where it's obviously gone in a bit a little bit more commercialized, but it's still very energetic and beautiful. And a lot of crystal shops, I imagine. Oh, yes. It was very fun. <laughs> yes. I, I love <laughs> that. I want to go so bad. While the domain lovehaswon.org was registered October 23rd, 2015. Redditors say Amy moved to the tiny town back in 2008 to be with a man she met online, leaving behind her children and a DWI arrest in Texas. Here, she began the group known as Love Has Won and began her reign as Mother God. Yeah, her family said that she just left her kids behind. That's such a sad, sad thing. You know what, though? You watch some videos of her and you think, Bless some kids. Maybe yeah. it was not the worst thing that could happen. Maybe they to dodged him. a bullet. Yeah, the mom on Dr. Phil said when he asked her, was she motherly? And <laughs> she, I think that's the first time I've ever done do you, an impression of do Dr. You need, Phil. Do you need a daddy? <laughs> Don't call me daddy. Um, and she was like, nope. She, the kids were pretty much over at our house a lot. And, Aww. you know, we, we kind of took care of them, but. Bless her for doing that, you know? Yeah. Poor thing. The unsung heroes, grandparents. Mm-hmm. While Guru Magazine calls Amy... A 44-year-old former McDonald's manager turned drug user and alcoholic. Her devotees refer to her as mom and mother. Lauren Suarez, a dedicated Love is One member, claims Amy discovered as a young child that she had the gift of communicating with angels and other higher beings. Upon this discovery... Suarez says Mother God made it her mission to help others understand what she calls the Great Awakening, according to the Denver Post. In a YouTube video, Suarez, who now goes by Aurora, dreamily explains the origins of their group. According to their beliefs, thousands of years ago, Amy, or Mother God, was the Queen of Lemuria, a mythical lost continent in which the cult strongly believes. According to followers... Mom was Queen of Lemuria, and Trump was Mom's father in Lemuria. We love you, Trump. Well, this is timely. I know. Well, it took... <laughs> Given it, what's it, currently oh, yes. going on. Whenever whenever this airs, you guys, yeah. we're, in the, we're recording the day that Donald Trump went to the uh, Walter Reed Hospital. Yes. So who knows where history will take us. But the beliefs of this group... Is a bit like uh, someone just went through their Google search history and made that the beliefs. It's just like countries, random names, Donald Trump, celebrities. It's just it's boop, 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 it boop, is boop. A it's all over the place. Wild ride and listening to it, listening to the videos and them talk. I was well, one baffled. Two, <laughs> I was kind of impressed that they were able to regurgitate all this information they've been fed because it's so much and so all over the place i'm like jesus kudos to you for being able to remember all of this because <laughs> you this are is dedicated a lot yeah 
And they speak with such like confidence and conviction about it that. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah, it doesn't seem like they're reading off a teleprompter or anything. No, no. It's it's just all from inside. Yeah. Although also, perhaps some of it's made up on the spot. You <laughs> know what? Perhaps they're tell. improvisers. <laughs> Suarez goes on to say that during this time, inhabitants of fellow lost continent Atlantis stole crystal technology from Lemuria. Presumably in an act of instant karma, the Earth exploded upon using the stolen rocks. Subsequently, Earth was then taken over by Anunnaki's, a group of deities who appear in mythological traditions, and reptilians. Suarez explains that presently, Earth is being controlled by the notoriously evil 1%, a cabal who are, quote, minions to the two predecessor groups. Love is One believes the cabal is trying to keep the Earth in a low vibration, a move that is harmful to humankind. However, 19 billion years ago, Amy Carlson, a.k.a. Mother God, and Jason Castillo, a.k.a. Father God, formulated a plan to save humanity and brought it to Earth, where they have been incarnating ever since. Members believe that only those who follow Amy and her teachings will be saved. It's also a combination of QAnon, yes. 4chan kind of conspiracy beliefs, and a lot of, it's almost like, what you know when i think sometimes white people appropriate culture i know it sounds shocking but it's <laughs> what? as if oh but it, you know it's like she picked up a book on eastern philosophy mm-hmm. at the used bookstore and flipped through it and went i think i get it yeah yeah you know and didn't really take time to learn and respect it maybe it's always fascinating to me how and i think <laughs> We're joking, but I think some of it probably is improvised. Say she's speaking to her followers about all of the drivel that I just read, everyone. And somebody has a question. (laughs) And then she has to answer it. I mean, if you're like, okay, but Amy, um, I just have a question. If you guys, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. if it was 19 billion years ago, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. how... How are you just now, like, bringing this to Earth? Like, where have you been this whole time? Well, I had to incarnate in multiple different beings. And the way that light children reincarnate through cloud vapor. I mean, you can just say anything. No, you can. I feel like it's like having a conversation with Ella. Like yes, where it's wait, just, uh, don't you tell her stories and she's like, and who is that? And you're like, uh, let me make it just up. Just a constant, like, yeah, it's just a, a stream of consciousness rabbit hole you go down. But it's it's so many different things that that's why it's, I mean, probably few cults are super straightforward in their beliefs. But this is one of the <laughs> ones that, I mean, you've pulled from everything you possibly can and just thrown it into a blender and you saw what came out. Yeah, I just read page after page after page of the website. And all I could think was they need to change the password because it seems like <laughs> 53 different people yeah. are popping on there and typing just foolish. It's like Wikipedia. <laughs> it's like anyone can add to it. No one's sourcing this or fact checking no, no anything. No footnotes. It's just, yeah, it's the wild, wild west. I had to stop reading the website because I was feeling... I felt anxious. 
Well, also, they're free. It looks like it was made on GeoCities in the early 2000s. I would just want to throw out when I made my Backstreet Boys websites back in the day, way better web design. And I was in fifth grade. You know what? You should ask them if they're looking to hire a social media manager. You could really, honestly, as this is as insane as this is going to sound, the whole time I was reading their stuff, because there's a whole thing on their website about how to co-create with them, which also seems like anyone that's ever had an idea of a way they can make money <laughs> or whatever it is, just throws it up. You want to you wanna, um, open a crystal school for children and help write the curriculum? Cool. Sign on to loveisone.org and you can. And the whole time I was looking at this, I was going, I could really help them. Like, <laughs> I could really help their business get off the ground. I mean, I thought that with their website. I was like, I'm not great at that, but I could at least be like, maybe you should make the background not sky because it's hard to read font. They would welcome both of us, I think, with open arms to to help them. Jason Castillo, Amy's right-hand man, is known to love his one followers as Father God. 44-year-old Castillo, whose past includes criminal charges on child neglect, criminal mischief, DWIs, trespassing, and breaking and entering, joined Love Has One after seeing the group's videos on YouTube. He told followers that he has traveled to lower realms and lower planets to master them, according to Guru Mag. So while Mother God is master of the light realm, Father God is master of the dark. I think we've heard this story before. Dayman, oh, fighter <laughs> of the nightman. That's yeah. Oh. They're just high watching Always Sunny, and you're like, you know what? This this would be a good cult right here. They're like, you got to pay the troll toll if you want to get in this boy's soul. Got to pay the toll. Oh man, I'm. I gotta go back and watch that show again. I'm so good. I'm watching the seasons, the last two seasons I hadn't watched, but then I also. But that's like my security blanket show. It's just, I, I just have watched all of them so many times and it's very good to like turn your brain. <laughs> I have not watched the recent ones either. And I know some stuff that happens, which makes me really want to go and watch them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they also call Father God Lucifer. Oh, cool beans. <laughs> so, I mean. Dope nickname. <laughs> yeah. Also, but not original, guys. God is not original, neither is Lucifer. None of these names, they've all been taken. <laughs> this is why you have to footnote your website. Mm-hmm. I have a question. Yeah. If, as we read earlier, the 19 billion years ago, together they were formulating a plan, why did he have to hear about the group on YouTube? <laughs> oh, well, Heather. Yeah, I mean, you just, <laughs> there's no explanation. These are, no, and that's what's, so I'm so fascinated with cults because of the brain. And we're getting into a little bit of like actual techniques that they use. And they're, mm-hmm. they're always the same in every and all of them. But they prey on the vulnerable. Also, I think a lot of their followers have drug addiction problems. So you can literally just say anything mm-hmm. and either someone accepts it because that's the state of mind they're in. Two, they don't accept it and they question it. And then they're a defector or they get banned mm-hmm. and they're shunned. Or yes, or, or physically abused or verbally abused. So then you're like, okay, well, I guess uh, I'm not going to question anything. You see, so, I mean, you can't really question anything Mm-mm. because there is no answer and they know that mm-hmm. and you just are punished if you try and get one. 
Yeah, you're it's tra- it's you're not physically trapped sometimes because they do take them out into the mm-hmm. far off wilderness, and also just psychologically trapped mm-hmm. because you think, well, this is the only way to salvation, and I better not question it, and I better take my take my lumps. Yeah. The organization has 15 universal laws detailed on its website, including the law of cause and effect, the law of attraction, and the law of love. There are also two sets of divine decrees. Decree number five declares. The entire 9-11 truth, as well as the UFO conspiracy cover-up, must be revealed immediately with all other secrets. The site also claims Amy has been reincarnated 534 times and that during this lifetime, 589 assassination attempts have been made on her life. In fact, the constant reminder that Mother God's life is being threatened is one of the many ways followers are controlled. It is also a recurring theme in their infamous daily live streams. I just really had to choose what, you know, universal laws and what decrees we were going to type out because there's so many and they're so long. Yeah, and um, reading uh, on their site about these, I, I'm i not good at math, but I kept having to reread this going, okay, she's been reincarnated 534 times mm-hmm. this lifetime. There's been 589 assassinations. Mm-hmm. So those two numbers are not mutually exclusive. It was like blowing my mind to try and like wrap my head around the logic of this. Well, and I was like trying to do the math of what is 16 billion divided by 534. Like how long are these lifestyles? 19 like, billion. Lo- oh, it's 19 billion. That's right. Yeah. I don't, That's a long time. She's immortal. Apparently. And how many times? I guess we don't. That'd be 300. 3 million, 3.5 million ish. So that's a long life, man. Each life is 3.5 million years long. I I think so. Don't, here's a fun fact. If you're a math whiz, I don't care. Don't DM me. (laughs) Yeah. I don't care about it. We we don't don't. pretend to, we don't pretend to care. (laughs) I like math. I care about it. But if we care that much, we would have figured this out before (laughs) reading all of this. (laughs) You know what? You do the math and you feel great about it. And I'm going to high five you imaginarily right now. Yes. There you go. There you go. Take it. Loveisone.org also states that every single human is an angel capable of unique and wonderful things. They just need to flip the program and return to being the great divine being they have always been. It goes on to say, Everyone came to this life with a contract to be here to wake up and help Mother God transmute all the necessary energy and human experience needed for the planet to be able to ascend to the fifth dimension again <laughs> i had trouble reading that what it's like uh, uh, nothing nothing ever clicks in my brain where i'm like got it okay okay that's i mean even as bad as you know nexium was as bad as our friends over in garland were as bad as you know you hear our order of the solar temple you at least see fundamentally what they're mm-hmm. selling. Yeah. There's a cogency to their theory where you go, that's reasonable that someone would be, you know, that like Nexium is self-improvement and empowerment and you're bad and we're going to make you better. And this is a bit like, why do we give a shit about this lady? It's always like everything is for her. I'm like, she kind of sucks. Yeah. Like, why? I can give an elevator pitch on all those other cults. Yes. This yes. one, I, I'm, I've shot 
myself in the foot if I'm trying to get a deal with someone because I'm like, ah, I'm going to need some time to really sit down and hash this out with you. <laughs> they need us. They create like a day man kind of song. Yes. Where it just short, succinct and tells they us They need going a blurb, on. just a blurb that That's you right. can just give to people. Not that we're giving them advice. No, we don't want them no to do not well. free advice, at least. We've already said we could help your business quite a bit, but we're not <laughs> going to because I am fundamentally against this. A Facebook page called Love Has Won Exposed says believers consider Amy to be their God in a physical vessel and that she loves unconditionally and only speaks 100% truth. They also believe Amy will soon ascend this planet by being picked up by a starship or going through a portal in the ocean and that any who do not worship Amy as God will be recycled to the galactic sun. Well, there goes our theory that we've had that the ocean and space are somehow connected in there. <laughs> That's true. It's not too far yeah, off. Yeah, they blew that out of the water for us. The only speaks 100% truth. We're going to see that's not accurate. No. No. And like with any cult, there's a leader that claims to be God. That's, you know, kind of or have a uh, telep- telepathic communication with God or is the second coming mm-hmm. or something like that. It's just, so that's understandable. That's rule number one in, of a cult, kind of. This woman, to me, has such little redeeming qualities. Yeah. That... Like David Koresh, you can kind of see why people... We, I think would, we talked... He could shred on the guitar, first of all. And, you know... He was kind of a charismatic speaker. He wasn't the ugliest person you've ever seen. No, and even the 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 Giraud, or Giray, Luke Jure from the Order of the Solar Temple. Again, he was like a public speaker, mm-hmm. you know, out going doing pitches and things like that. So you can kind of see where. But this woman <laughs> sucks, dude. Just... And if like just go uh, watch a video of this woman, and it's honestly, I, I mean, and I'm not victim blaming the people that are in this cult at all because i think like i said she preys on the weak and vulnerable and and uses that to her advantage it's just oh take care of yourself you know you're gonna be the leader of a cult like do something to make yourself look like a it's just so weird it's so weird it's it's strange because of she seems like in a lot of the videos there's a uh, Reddit that's called Public Freakouts. Yeah. She's, yes. every, almost every video of her seems like a public mm-hmm. freakout. She's screaming at the camera or she's behind the camera screaming at a person. And there are some that are kind of set up. And I, and the live streams are they pick the money beats. They put the good looking mm-hmm. young members out there who are very attractive and like soft spoken and seem very like we love crystals and the energy's great today and all that. But you'd see these other videos that are uploaded and it's just this person screaming. And I'm I'm guessing those are before. Now it's getting a lot more exposure with not only are these, you know, the YouTube pages, the like love is one exposed and other ones and like the Dr. Phil appearance. You're seeing more of this horrifying footage. But as a person who's deciding whether or not to leave your state and go and move to another state, I would hope that if you saw that footage but I think they've just buried it down. They've really hidden it before and only put these really happy-go-lucky live streams out there. That's what's 
so wild about or explained it. it. They explained away her behavior. Yeah, I would think if you these these seem like videos and images you wouldn't want the world to see, and they choose to upload. And them. And they yes, that's what's so weird is I she seems proud of it almost that she will act like this. And like you said, if you're someone that is watching these videos, I can understand being kind of sucked into the good-looking people that are talking about energies, crystals, we love you, we want to accept you. But then when she's just like drunkenly screaming at someone because they brought her meatballs instead of chicken parmesan, you're like, this doesn't seem like a cult leader that I want (laughs) to follow. She seems unhinged. Yeah, this just seems like some, some person, yeah, that would be on like, uh, Karen's gone wild. Yes, exactly. Or, no, it's nope, nope. It's called Karen's in the wild. Karen's gone wild. Probably a different. <laughs> you know what? That's up to you if you want to Google that. Yeah, it's um, it's, and they're so prevalent. It's not just like one or two. There are yeah. s- hundreds of these videos where she's just ass wild screaming yeah. at people. I think now, because there are defectors or family members that are really trying to shed light on it, the videos are becoming more prevalent, mm-hmm. thankfully. But yeah, I would say a couple of years ago, they probably were, you know, you had to kind of dig around mm-hmm. to find them. But God, we'll link them in the show notes, which you go to Sinisterhood.com <laughs> and click on show notes along the top uh, menu. That's where they'll be. Yes, yes. <laughs> One follower wrote a piece about Amy on the site Medium, in which he called her mother and said she has walked a path none can imagine. She was Jesus Christ, Joan of Arc, Cleopatra, Queen Elizabeth of England, and Marilyn Monroe. That same follower claimed that he healed myself of stage four lung cancer, hypothyroidism, and migraines through mother's spiritual teachings and holistic practices. Amy's sister Chelsea told Dr. Phil that Amy fully believes she can perform spiritual surgeries and heal people with the touch of her hands. Isn't that a song? Cleopatra, Joan of Arc, and Africa. That's She's So High, where he's just saying she's all those things. <laughs> that's what this was about? <laughs> that's what it's about. She's, she's Jesus Christ. That song was about Joan Amy Carlson. Oh, we never knew. <laughs> but the spiritual surgery thing, you can call them up, and I think it's like mm-hmm. 80 bucks, yeah. and she does it over the phone. <laughs> yes, yeah. And people get them done all the time, and their family members say that, they see this dark change come over them when she does these psychic heal- healings over the phone. Ex-members have said that they feel like they lose control over their bodies, like she shot dark energy through the phone at them somehow. So I don't know. But this is where it also gets really sad and dangerous. When you start telling people, "You do you have cancer? Do you have, you know, yes. all these like terminal illnesses and if you're someone that is that is suffering from that and you're just grasping at anything to extend mm-hmm. your life, I can see how one would, you know, get sucked into this and then you're out how much money? And In your life. I'm I mean, assuming that it's not going to heal you. I'm uh, not a I'm, doctor, but. <laughs> and it's not free. No. But yeah, she, ha- that's where I think you start crossing over from, oh, it's kind of a, let's laugh at this fun thing mm-hmm. to you're now actively harming people yeah. you're actively my other question is for as much uh uh fun as we've poked at this gal what if she really is like a witch well she's a mean witch in a bad witch and using her 
powers and energies for evil if she is. Yeah. Because I know that's like, you know, people genuinely believe that there's, you know, energies and things like that. And you can. And what if she's somehow stumbled upon to use some of this kind of stuff and is, like you said, is using it for bad, is not using it to connect with nature or the universe or to actually heal, but is using it to manipulate people and get money. Yeah. Not good. Man. While law enforcement has deemed Love is One a cult, member Ryan Kramer told Honolulu Civil Beat, We're a religion. We're a group based on the ascension of the planet. We focus on astrology, on weather patterns, mainly medicine. Our main form of work is Gaia's whole healing essentials. We offer other types of healing modalities. The group is also officially registered as a nonprofit religious organization with the IRS, meaning they are tax-exempt from certain things and aren't required to file tax returns. This bodes well for the group when it comes to the shady ways in which they make their money. I have a question about this. Yes? Can What do you have to do to prove to the IRS that you're a nonprofit religious organization? I think we touched on this on Order of the Solar Temple as well. Do you? Because I think with that one, wasn't it, if you've got 10 people that come over to your house and you say you're leading kind of some, a spiritual group, you're an organization then? So in order to file as a nonprofit organization, you have to have some type of entity and then, which is state registered. So say they created a Colorado LLC because it's easy. You can do it online for probably 300 bucks. And then there's a form that you fill out with the IRS that there's places on the internet that you can do it. They'll charge you a couple hundred bucks and they'll fill it out for you. And you check the box that says, we are a religion. And because of the First Amendment that says the government shall not establish a religion, they can't ask. Really? They can't ask yeah. anything about what your religion is? No, I think, you know, if the there's some report that you're not really a religion, that you're running, you know, you say you're a religion and then you start open up Wendy's franchises and saying, well, it's our our religion is square hamburgers and that's how we're making our money. You know, they can go in and do an investigation and say, we, you know, somebody went in, there's literally just a Wendy's franchise here. But it's when you have stuff like this where people are living in a trailer together mm -hmm. and having Facebook streams, who's to say what's a religion? And we can't, you know, we don't want the government to go, you guys are not a religion uh, because of, we think your beliefs are weird. And so therefore we're going to tell you you can't practice and take away your status. Whenever, you know, if they come for them, will they come for you and your religion? Sure. So no, I agree with that. I totally agree with that. I don't think the government should be able to tell people or make the call of what's a religion, what's not. It's just, um, I wonder, wonder if there's numbers somewhere of how many people have filed as something like that just to avoid paying taxes. Untold amounts. Yeah. I think there's a lot of you see these uh, prosperity churches, and I think that actually may be an interesting What's maybe a prosperity church? Oh, where they, you know, they tell you to pray and you give money to the church and you'll get it back tenfold. And the meanwhile, the pastor's wearing a 3000 the guy in the $3,000 suit, mm -hmm. and he's flying around on a private jet and everything. And they have a huge, you know, a mega, not just a mega church, but there are specific churches that are kind of geared towards, you know, praying for prosperity, praying for money, or like you send in some money and you get a prayer cloth and the prayer cloth is supposed to bring you 10 times the money or whatever. So they're almost, but again, who's to say that if, if somebody wants to join a church and they want to fund the pastor's lifestyle, flying around in a jet and wearing the suits, then who's to say that they can't worship that? Yeah, no, totally agree. 
When Dr. Phil asked Amy's sister, Chelsea, if she believes Amy is consciously scamming her followers, Chelsea said yes and pointed out how Amy requires her followers to give her money and send her gifts. In addition to discussing New Age topics and pushing QAnon agendas during the group's daily live streams to their 17,000 followers on Facebook, members also heavily promote their spiritual intuitive ascension sessions and apparel line with t-shirts and other wares that boast basic sayings like God Squad, Love Has Won, and IDK Shit. Their, their, <laughs> their merch page is something else. And here's what stuck out to me the most about it is because it is so basic, it's kind of genius because people don't know what they're wearing. Yeah. It's just these shirts that in all rainbow letters say love is one, which could be attributed to the LGBTQ community, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. or just anything. Or God Squad, just a religious person yes. who's Googling God Squad t-shirt. Yep. And they land on this. Same with IDK shit. I mean, none of these are, <laughs> I mean, I need and a shirt weird, that says that 100%. The weird thing is, I feel like the person that's going to buy God Squad is not going to buy IDK shit. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah. They're they're playing to all sorts of demos on their page. But like you said, somebody just searching for this lands on this. And then all of a sudden they've contributed to a cult that they don't have any idea that they did. They're now wearing their stuff, which to be fair, it's so unbranded and is so basic mm-hmm. that no one looking at it would be like, oh, my God, that person supports love has won. Like you would yeah. never, <laughs> never know that, you know. If you wear it to the church banquet, they're not going to go, the God on your shirt is Mother God? Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> a ton of their stuff also says God is a woman, which that's a thing a lot of people believe. <laughs> Ariana Grande fans. Yes. Yeah, so none of it is really original. They're just kind of piggybacking on all of these other popular sayings and making a buck off of it. One of their biggest sources of income, besides donations, comes from the group selling controversial items such as colloidal silver and gold. While the FDA warned in 1999 that colloidal silver isn't safe or effective for treating any disease or condition, member Ryan Kramer told the Honolulu Civil Beat, We do claim it can assist in bringing you up to 100% of health and wellness. Adding, We take a more spiritual approach to things. On April 1, 2020, the FDA issued a warning letter to the group for advertising on their products that colloidal silver could both treat and prevent COVID-19. Since the warning, the group has amended the product labels. Man, that, come on. (laughs) This is where it starts getting real dangerous. They're, that's, that's fraud. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. obviously the FDA issued a letter. And, uh, you know, when you start doing stuff like this, and I think you're right about the tax stuff, like you can say you're a church and whatever, But when you start trying to sell supplements Mm -hmm. and you want to start slapping labels on supplements or making claims, you're going to hear from the Federal Trade Commission, from the FDA. It's you're playing in the big leagues. Yeah. And especially being on Dr. Phil and being (laughs) covered by a Sinisterhood podcast. (laughs) Yeah. But you know what I mean? They're Googling them now. It's not just what do you mean? Love is one. It's like cult. Just issue warning. I mean, news story. So they're getting more. The bigger they they get, the hotter the heat's going to be on them. Yeah. It also makes me wonder what all of the members are just pumping into their bodies that's really doing damage, possibly irreversible damage to them. 
especially if they came to them saying, oh, I have chronic migraines mm-hmm. or I have a skin condition or I have cancer. And they're telling them to take this product that years ago said this is not effective for anything. Don't take it. Mm-hmm. But if you're in a group that is pushing QAnon propaganda or all these other truther things, they may say, well, the government just that's the real cure for cancer. And they're just trying to trick you. Yeah, they don't believe in they're big on fake news. They don't believe believe in anything the media says. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we've all been lied to. And only Amy knows the truth. Pushing cure-all treatments isn't the only way the group makes money. Love is One also runs several GoFundMe pages and tells its members that their money is exchanged for Mother's Energy. One such page asks for donations to make Amy's dream of having a tilt-a-whirl at her house become a reality. So far, it has only raised $1,504 of its $40,000 goal. Even if members do not have the funds, they are encouraged to take money from their retirement accounts and run up credit card bills to fund the group, according to Rising Above Love Has One on YouTube. Yeah, there's so many GoFundMe pages. There are. Yeah. So many. And not effective. They're like, this is 1500 out of 40000 They may should have had one GoFundMe. Yeah. And then- Maybe, I don't know. Or maybe this is more effective because someone sees that they only made $1,500 of their $40,000 goal and go, I'll throw in 20 bucks for this lady to get a tilt-a-whirl <laughs> so she can save Earth from being sucked into the galactic sun. If it's all that stands between me and eternal life is a tilt-a-whirl, well, goddammit, here's my paycheck. <laughs> How else can you get the Earth in its access to orbit and <laughs> rotate correctly if not going supersonic speed on the tilt-a-whirl. That's science, Heather. And this is how oh, she would explain God. it. If somebody's like, but Amy, I don't really get why you need a tilt-a-whirl. How am I supposed to send anybody to the galactic sun if I'm not swinging them around on a tilt-a-whirl to get enough motion and energy to fling them as hard as I can. She's like, the tilt-a-whirl is for business purposes. It's a write-off. <laughs> it is. Tax and they're tax-exempt. So now you don't have to pay 40... T- uh, you don't have to pay tax on a $40,000 gift. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, man. Social security scams are also not off limits for Amy. When it is time for the group to eat, Amy sends members to food banks to pick up the items or use food stamps members have obtained by claiming dependents they have since left behind in their former lives. Oftentimes, members apply for food stamps claiming that they are for their children. However, these children don't even exist. One member's mother told Guru Mag that Amy collected her daughter's $1,200 disability check for over a year and regularly collects Social Security checks from elderly members. Even Tommy Hilfiger's ex-wife got sucked into the cult for a while, which resulted in her almost handing them a blank check. Oof, close call. Yeah, I don't know what happened at the last <laughs> minute to to stop that, but that breaks my heart to think mm-hmm. of these people that elderly members that are on such a fixed income. It's not just things like this. It's even like Robert Tilton and stuff that just preys on the elderly mm-hmm. with their money that they can be saved. This girl's disability check is, go- you know, I mean... Again, it's the most, most vulnerable people. Mm-hmm. And we see in Nexium with this Bronfman sisters who are millionaires. And if you want to be an idiot and give away your money, that's fine. You got plenty of it. But in cases like this, you see that it's 
preying on people who it's literally their last dime. Yeah. Yeah. And you're you're separating them from their last dime. I think with full knowledge, you know, you're bullshit. Yeah. You know, you know you're, what you're doing, I think. And I think those people are inclined to give it to her because it is their last time. And they think I, mm-hmm. maybe this will propel me to something greater, you know? Mm-hmm. Or yeah. if you're, you're ill and you think, well, all I have is my Social Security and Medicare and my treatment's not working at the doctor. So I might as well go ahead and turn it over to her. Yeah. Man. And especially claiming the food stamps, they were saying not just for kids that don't exist, but all, but like they said, also kids that they left behind. Mm-hmm. So not only are you not feeding your kids, now you're kind of literally actually taking food. Yeah, out of their it'd mouth. be like Amy claims food stamps for the three kids she abandoned in Texas. Yes, those kids aren't seeing a dime of that, and you're also committing fraud against mm-hmm. government entities. Mm-hmm. One member, Robert Foley, seemingly disappeared after handing over his ten thousand dollar trust fund and his SUV to Amy. Ex-member Jason Brown told Guru Mag, It's like he never existed. They won't answer a single question about him. And from what I have read, he still hasn't surfaced. And then again, we see it go from a whimsical lady to maybe she's hurting people to, oh God, this is really taking a toll on, mm-hmm. A, you're you know scamming people with the colloidal silver and now fiscally harming people and now maybe physically harming mm-hmm. people. It's kind of going deeper and darker. Like with all cults. It starts mm-hmm. off as, yeah, I mean, because I've never been in a cult, but from what I've uh, read about them, like you're not just going to join one off the bat if they're doing the shittiest things ever. Like, Correct. Yes. They're groomed and they're brainwashed into thinking everything's great. And then it's like turning up the pot of water on the lobster. It's just a slow boil Mm -hmm. until you don't realize what's happening and it's too late. Mm -hmm. Redditor user Accidental Hippie, who lives in Creston and has encountered group members, described the group as chronically poor. They're just trying to make some money. Another Redditor, VFX Film Guy, posted, I've lived by them for almost three years now. They're all addicted to meth, alcohol, etc. The bullshit they spew is just to suck people into donating to their user lifestyle. Meanwhile, families of followers remain heartbroken, with one Redditor writing, I have watched my wife sink deeper and deeper under the influence of the fraudulent cult. Whew. Yeah. It's, I thought these were particularly interesting to people that live nearby them, and mm-hmm. they're kind of, ah, this is a, you know, those idiots in town. But then you hear these other, you know, the people from Rising Above Love is one, or from Exposed, or this guy, or, or person who it's, I mean, you it damaged their lifestyle. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's really... I mean, it ruined this person's life. You watch the person that you fell in love with completely change before you, and it's mm-hmm. all happening at your house because yep. they're just watching these videos. Yeah, they're sucked in. And then they, as we'll see, leave their families to go join it. Sinisterhood will be right back. Charlotte's Web is the world's most trusted hemp extract, and now you can use the code CREEPY for 15% off their entire selection of amazing products, excluding bulk products and bundles. You can choose from a selection of topical skincare products, gummies, and traditional oils, all made to support you day-to-day, moment-to-moment. Stressful times right now, Heather. A lot of people are real stressed out. Mm -hmm. And to manage those everyday stresses and to feel calm, I like to indulge in the mint chocolate hemp oil. Tommy and I have used it for years, And it is very good. 
And I usually keep my tension and stress in my neck and back. So I got the CBD Medic Back and Neck Pain Relief Ointment for targeted temporary back and neck pain relief. It soothes my minor upper and lower back discomfort. I get general muscle soreness and tenseness that I get from sitting at my desk all day. And it makes my neck and back and shoulders feel so nice. Plus, all of Charlotte's Web products are free of eight major allergens. They're not tested on animals. They're gluten-free. And their topical products are formulated without synthetic fragrances, artificial colors or dyes, sulfates, or GMOs. Speaking of animals, Charlotte's Web even offers products to support your pets. Kate and Biddy are my dogs, and they are enjoying the CBD chews for senior dogs, which are designed to enhance their brain function and support their central nervous system. Well, a CBD routine is a simple way to ease some of life's day-to-day stresses. So try the world's most trusted hemp extract by going to charlottesweb.com and entering code CREEPY for 15% off. Christy, it's October. That means it's time for spooky stuff, ghosts, ghouls. Witches. Yeah. One of the scariest movies I've ever seen that sticks with me to this day was The Blair Witch. It's so scary. But do you think that you could survive the curse of the Blair Witch? I would like to try. Oh, well, now you can. Hunt a Killer has paired with Lionsgate Films and merged their classic immersive murder mystery game with the Blair Witch Cinematic Universe to bring you Hunt a Killer Horror, the Blair Witch. Experience the supernatural forces of the Blair Witch like never before in this narrative-driven psychological thriller. Every month you'll receive a new box of clues, documents, and ciphers that get you closer to the truth. Hunt a Killer has several pricing options to fit your needs. And right now you can receive 20% off your first box by visiting huntakiller.com forward slash horror and entering the code creepy. This is a unique and fun way to gear up for the best time of the year. Halloween. Spend date night or a game night with friends over Zoom or solve the mystery of the Blair Witch all by yourself. There's also an amazing and active online community that you'll have access to where you can share your theories and help each other solve the mystery. So if you think you're up to the task, visit huntakiller.com forward slash horror today and enter code creepy to receive 20% off your first box. Happy hunting. As with most, if not all cults, Things are never as happy as they appear. Mind control and behavior modification inevitably come into play. Stephen Hassan, ex-member of the cult The Moonies, has developed what he calls the bite method. To describe the specific methods that cults use to recruit and maintain control over people. According to the website Freedom of Mind, bite stands for behavior, information, thought, and emotional control. He's a really interesting person. Because he experienced firsthand a huge, mm-hmm. the Moonies was a huge cult. I think they might still be in existence, somewhat small, but they used to, in the 70s, were huge. And when he got out, he started researching and really studying with renowned cult experts from universities and everything across the world to understand how he was able to fall victim to one of these mm-hmm. and then what he could do to help others. And through all of that, the bite method is kind of like if you, how to form a cult 101, this is what you're mm-hmm. this is what they all do. Yeah. And I guess that if that was you, you know, if it were me, I would want to say, oh, my God, how did my life get mm-hmm. so far away from me? And how can I help other people? It's almost like the Frank Abagnale, the catch me if you can guy yeah. who scams so many people. And is like, how was that so easy? And mm-hmm. now he works with the FBI 
to help people avoid scams. Great movie. Leonardo, come on. First of all, okay, just side note. Wolf of Wall Street streaming on Netflix right now. Oh, I'm about to watch it. Uh, oh, I that movie is so great. But he, it, when I saw it was streaming, I just stopped for a minute. I was like, he is so talented. Mm-hmm. He really, everything he does, he knocks out of the park. And he's been around for so long. I loved him as a child. Me too. I, watched, I went through a thing where I basically went to Hollywood Video and rented every movie he was in. And my mom let me do it, and that led to me watching a very R-rated movie where he has uh, sexual intercourse with a much older gentleman, and I should not have been exposed to that as a With child. a much older gentleman? Which yes. movie? It's called Total Eclipse. Ooh, I haven't seen that. Nah, I haven't seen it since I was a child. Um, it's from 1995. And it's about a youthful poet and a younger and more celebrated poet, and they engage in actions together. All right. Uh, well, you uh, don't have to sell me on this. Yeah. I am there. But if it came out in 95, let's say it went to VHS in 96. I was into Titanic uh, around that time, got a cat named a Rose. Uh, so it would have been about 96 when I saw it. So I was about 10. Gosh, so if you I was watched that movie. 17. You would have been able to handle it emotionally, oh, I maybe. think. Maybe. I don't know. Perhaps. <laughs> it just was, I. it was very graphically sexual for me. I've told you how Tommy's favorite movie when he was like four years old was Nightmare on Elm Street, um, Dream Warriors. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Like, who was allowed <laughs> to watch that at four years old? I'm Tommy still afraid. Was. Still afraid of Freddy Krueger. And I remember the first time I watched it was in the back of my friend's van. Her mom had a like little TV. Mm-hmm. And so it was like over the air playing. And she's like, you've seen Freddy, right? And I had it. And I lied and said I did. And then I was subjected to this horror on Which screen. one? Original? I think it was. I think, oh, yeah. So that's still good. And uh, I've decided, though, this October, I'm going to face my fears. And I'm just going to watch all the scary things that I'm been putting off and not wanting to rewatch and i started with the fire ghost episode of are you afraid of the dark and it's it helped it helped why do you feel like you need to are you trying to like not be scared of them anymore yeah because i think i'm still i think i'm more scared of the idea of stuff than the actual stuff and so i was writing about it and thinking about it and i thought you know what i'm gonna go i'm gonna go and see what happens when i watch it and the fire ghost Still pretty scary, but also hilarious. <laughs> so yeah, it's like a defense mechanism to kind of like make fun of what you're watching. What is your next one? I think the Nightmare on Elm Streets. See, I don't really. Um, there are some movies that I know I'm going to be scared of, and I'm okay to not see. Like I will not watch Hereditary because oh, okay, yeah. I've I know all about it, and I've heard how triggering it is. So like some things, I'm just okay. Like. I don't I don't need to prove anything to myself. I'm good. I do want to go back and rewatch like we were talking about today, uh Blair Witch though. Oh yeah. <laughs> With Love is What, the Ascension Guide is the controlling document of the group. Inside the guide, members are told to separate themselves or cut cords with other people and shed attachments. Members are not allowed to have sexual intercourse unless they have been assigned a twin flame chosen by Amy. Members are also only allowed to sleep from midnight to 5 a.m. and should attempt to maintain shallow sleep, meaning they should be conscious to the fullest extent possible. Naps are also prohibited, as is sitting during the day. 
as followers are told it sucks healing energy away from Mother God. I saw a video of some uh, members, ex-members, who said they would go and sneak off to the woods and say that they were going to go on, like, an energy walk and just sleep on the ground. God, you'd have to. To get a nap. Yeah. I mean, again, these are all classic cult controls, uh, controlling who people can have sex with and who they can have relationships with, sleep Mm -hmm. deprivation, isolating others from your family or those who Mm -hmm. do not believe. Like, it's all just classic stuff. Bite 101. According to Guru Mag, ex-members also say that Amy has sex with her followers, drinks heavily, uses drugs, verbally abuses them, and rations their food. If members do not follow the rules put in place by Mother and Father God, they are punished and sent to live in Desolation Row, a barren and isolated spot in the woods by their Colorado Crestone headquarters. Here, members are forced to fend for themselves until Amy decides they are allowed to return to the group. Aside from not having food probably out in the woods, you'd probably get to sleep though. Yeah. I mean, if you're that if you're that sleep deprived, I think you'd be like, you know what, at least I got away from this for a while. You'd it's almost mm-hmm. like it's a little vacation, some respite. Yeah. To try to get away. Mm-hmm. Members have also suffered injuries at the hands of Father God and Mother God, or Jason and Amy. Jason even threatened to make one member a paraplegic on camera. The same member, John, previously had his nose broken by Father God and could be seen being cussed at and berated by Amy on a video published by The Cold after John mistakenly brought Amy the incorrect dinner. In the video, John brings Mother God meatballs rather than chicken parmesan, which was her vision. Amy admits that while she does love meatballs, I didn't say that. Chicken Parmesan! She then rants in an F-word-filled tirade, angry about her incorrect food order. The shocking video ends with Amy slurring her words and talking about her love of tequila. She then says to no one in particular, You want to take another tequila shot? I'll fucking do that shit. Harrowing. Disturbing. (laughs) And she also allegedly was paralyzed mm-hmm. from the waist down and yet her legs are wiggling freely in this video she's laying on the bed as she is she's either because they do claim that she's paralyzed from the waist down so in all the videos she's either sitting or laying in a bed but yeah in this video her legs are just moving back and forth and mm-hmm. i don't i don't know if that's something that can still happen or, or not but this poor john guy he just stands there and just yeah. lets her shit all over him and she's clearly on s- several substances. And it's just like, it's like watching some one of your drunk friends just lose their mind at the end of the night because Whataburger got their order wrong. It's like when David Hasselhoff is yelling about yeah. the hamburger. Yes. He's like, ah, oh, hamburger. Yeah. I mean, it's, when I first watched it, I thought, this can't be, there's no way this is real. There's no way that this is a thing. And it is. And no. Especially, and at first I thought, well, lawyer in me is like, well, we can't prove that she's drunk in the video. And then she's like, I've been drinking a lot of tequila. Give me 24 shots. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, there it is. And you see she's her <laughs> lean over to the nightstand where there's a shot glass and a bottle of tequila and, mm-hmm. and do a shot. This John guy, there's another video I saw of where he is, it appears to me like he's kind of secretly filming this. Mm-hmm. And he's holding his phone down, and Father God is screaming at him and berating him while he sits in this chair, and he gets up in his face. That's the one where he 
threatens that he'll make him a paraplegic and everything. And he's just going on and on. And then at the end, he's like, you know, I just do this because I love you. And, mm-hmm. and we love you and all this stuff. And he's just like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then Jason, Father God, walks off. And John looks down at his phone. He's like, see what I'm talking about? Like, so he, it seemed like he was doing it so he could show other people. Good. I'm glad. But yeah. the meatball video, she's, it's from her perspective. Yeah. She's, that's what I'm saying. Who wants, that's at your worst. You're at your worst. I don't want anyone to see a video of me when I'm drunk and ranting about my food. No. Like, I would never choose to publicly upload that, especially if I'm trying to run a cult and yes. get new members and stuff and get people to pay for my $40,000 Tilt-A-Whirl. I don't want people seeing that side of me. You are putting your whole Tilt-A-Whirl plan at risk <laughs> by uploading that video. It's it's so strange. I was, Paris looked over and goes, why are you watching it again? I was like, I can't stop. It's I just, shocking. It's, it's shocking and it's so... It's so voyeuristic because mm-hmm. it really does seem like something that should not have been uploaded. No. Yeah, it's like something that someone would take in the corner that she didn't know was being filmed and upload it. But no, she's she's the it's one her. holding the camera and the phone. Yeah. Another horrifying video shows Amy screaming, bitch, into a cat's face and holding it by its neck high above her head while the cat wriggles and squeals. Members casually explain this in a follow-up video, saying... It's very simple. Mom is God. All animals know she is God. I did not watch this one because every time I would get to a page that had it, it was like, warning, graphic content, animal abuse. And I'm like, I don't know if it really is that bad or they're just saying that because they're for shock value. But either way, I was like, I don't need to see it. It's bad. I mean, I watched it because (laughs) I haven't watched anything on the Internet, but it's. It, she's it's like holding the cat by his head almost where it's full body weight would be then pulling on its neck and it's it's in distress i mean yeah. you don't have i'm not a veterinarian i'm not an animal expert but i think a existing creature you know when another creature sure. is in distress and is in pain and it is just like and its little face is so sad and scared because it's you don't know it's literally like i mean above it's like all the way up above her head is there any context going, as to why she's doing it? Mm-mm, it's real weird. Again, and it seems like she's the one filming it because the phone is, it's like in selfie mode. It's She's not holding the phone. The phone is on the desk or whatever recording device is facing her. Maybe it's a webcam. And she's got this cat and she has its little head in her hands. Like she's going to crunch it. And she's like, you bitch, you little bitch. And then she holds it above her head and she's like, bitch. And the cat's just screaming and wiggling. It's very, there's no context. It's not like she said, this cat has the soul of an enemy. Right. You know, it's just, it, she just attacks a cat. Yeah. That's why, uh, you know, I I do think drugs and alcohol are definitely involved. Is she also struggling with mental health problems? Probably. I think there's a lot. I mean, who knows, though, but. Um, I think you could, again, we don't have to be experts to look at a person abusing an animal and go, oh, that's abnormal behavior. Yeah. Yeah. Other nonsensical and rambling videos posted on the group's YouTube and Facebook page show Amy calling out to Robin, allegedly referring to Robin Williams, with whom she claims to frequently communicate and who is listed as a team member on the group's website. After acknowledging Robin, Amy aggressively switches gears and begins to presumably address non-followers, although it isn't entirely clear. She screams... 
If you're not connected to me, you're out. If you're not connected in, you're fucking done, you old bitches. A man's voice off camera then says, No E.T. go home for you, bitch whores. It is so strange. She's... Robin Williams? First of all, don't bring E.T. into this, you monster. (laughs) First of all. What did second of all that sweet angel ever do to get brought into this? Don't bring Robin Williams into this. Yes, also, another sweet angel that doesn't need to be brought into this. Yeah, this video again. So this one, somebody's, maybe Jason, who knows, is filming it. You never see the dude filming it, but she's just sitting on a chair on a patio. And there's no beginning that gives context as to what she's ranting about it's literally like the impression i get is these rants start without being filmed she's just pissed off ranting about something and she's like you know what grab that fucking camera i want everybody to see this and i want to tell those bitch whores what's yeah. going on and then like so it just starts in the middle so you have no idea what led up to this or what set her off or whatever it seems like she's talking about people that uh that aren't following her or even followers that have possibly like pissed her off or something or quit or something. Yeah. It's like people that have left. I, again, this is the video I was trying to transcribe and it's, it's, you, it would not me saying it to you guys on the air. You would not understand it any more than if you just watched the video and I didn't even, I mean, it's just yeah. fucking get out then if you're not, and she's not talking really to anybody. No, <laughs> she's just yelling and it's just, uh, incomplete sentences, just a bunch of cuss words incomplete thoughts it's it's uh doesn't make a lot of sense Mm -mm. regarding the volatile videos amy's mother told dr phil that it appears amy is drunk and high on drugs new members like 30 year old jeremy brown who are often recruited through online videos told guru magazine one of the reasons they believe amy is god is because she can drink so much alcohol brown said amy once drank 24 tequila shots in a row And chugged a bottle of very concentrated THC. Is that a thing you can chug? Yeah. Whoa. THC. But the the concentrate, does it make you high? I have never drank concentrated THC. (laughs) It's probably for the best. (laughs) But Did you um, know it cures coronavirus? (laughs) (laughs) Um I uh I mean you can drink like um no I if you drink that and it's in moderation people drink it all the time. Yes, I do believe it gets you high. Okay, but I, okay, so it's like alcohol where like people have a glass of it or add it to something versus chugging 20 or do 24 shots in a row or I don't think you should do 24 tequila shots period. Mm-hmm. And I definitely don't think you should then follow it up with a concentrated bottle of THC. Man yeah, so, and and some of the other members said, like, um, nobody can drink like Amy. If anybody else tried to drink like Amy, they they die. So, again, it's a sense of pride. If there, if all it takes to be the leader of this is who can chug the most booze, I have a list of a couple of people yeah. I went to college with. Oh, I'll nominate myself. <laughs> uh, college right. Christy could have run this cult <laughs> just probably into the ground, quite you honestly. You never had Heather Mac death mix. Which was a punch I used to make at parties. It'll wreck your life. Oh, like a uh, trash can punch? Oh, yeah. It's, it's good news and bad news. Yeah. You never do shots on that. It'll... No, trash can <laughs> punch. Anything with the word trash can in it. 
probably shouldn't drink. <laughs> Don't put that in your mouth. <laughs> but uh, yeah, because nobody ever made it the same and you never knew what you were getting at a party and it tastes just like punch. And the next thing you know, you're on your ass. <laughs> your life is ruined. Yeah. Ashley, a former Love is One member, told Dr. Phil that she also believes Amy has a drinking problem after witnessing her drink beer all day long and the subsequent aggressive behavior. Ashley said she originally found the group via Facebook and joined because she was looking for peace, unity, and love on the earth, especially during these times. However, after seeing how Amy used sleep deprivation, mental manipulation, and scammed followers out of money, Ashley left all her belongings behind, slipped out in the dark of night, and secretly boarded a plane back home to freedom. She had only been a member for two months. But, you know, the, the the marketing, at least on the front end, besides all the stuff that's come out about him, was pretty good. You know, they have this Facebook group that's like, the world is fighting everyone. In, maybe your family is fighting mm-hmm. or your friends are fighting. And if you come here, all it is is love and unity and happiness. And then you get there and some lady screams at you about meatballs. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, luckily for her, she was able to disconnect. But it seems like for a lot of followers, especially according especially the ones that got in a little bit earlier before all this stuff kind of came out that, and also Amy may have, she may have deteriorated too, but the followers that got in early are dug in deep to where family members are just, they're devastated and they can't get them out. So hopefully they'll, there'll be some way to freedom just like Ashley had, man. Yeah. And she said that um, when she got there the first day, somebody was sent off to that desolation row. And another person was kicked out and she wasn't even allowed to meet Amy for about two weeks because they said her Ashley's vibration wasn't wasn't correct. That's a big thing with them is like if you're in a high or a low vibration, Amy and Jason will even give everyone report cards each day on what mm-hmm. their vibrations are. And if your energy isn't in the right spot, then you get sent off to go fix it or Lord. some other type of punishment and everything. Yeah, because they claim that Amy is super sick and that if anything you're doing is detracting from healing energy going to her, then you're a problem. Mm, And the thing of of that is you can't argue. You know, they can't say, even with like Nexium or something where there were sashes and different levels, you could say, oh, I'm level this. And they, they could take your sash away, I guess. But someone saying your vibration is very good today. It's an immeasurable nonsense thing Mm -hmm. that you can't even argue with. Yep. Amy, who was also interviewed on the Dr. Phil episode via a video call from Hawaii, claimed Ashley was telling lies and that none of the followers are forced to do anything they don't want to. Following the Dr. Phil episode, Amy posted to her followers, in all caps, Dr. Phil has just been fired from CVS. Ha 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 ha. Oh, love has won. However, according to CBS's parent company, Viacom, Dr. Phil's contract will have him on our televisions until at least 2023. This is the thing where you say it, and then it's not true. There's still episodes coming out. I'll tell you what. Yep. My mama watches them every day at 3 o'clock. Like it's... And I think that's something like um, with doomsday cults. You say, okay, the mm-hmm. world's going to end on this day. That day comes and goes. The world didn't end. And you just make up another lie. It's true. And to explain I- it. You see that a lot with the, uh, like, the rapture people. I remember way, you know, back in, I like, lived in Chicago, and there was a day that was, it was kind of on the internet and everything, but it was, like, 
June 12th is the rapture or whatever. And June 12th, and it was supposed to be June 12th at 6 p.m. And I worked at the boat company then and I did a special rapture boat oh, ride. Oh, I remember you telling me that. <laughs> but yeah. like, where you come back and it's fine. And, you know, and the rapture guy goes, Oh, well, I think my math. It's the uh, reasonableist. The Zorp is supposed to come and, you know, burn everyone's faces yeah. off. And then the time comes and goes and you go, Well, I think I may have had my dates off. Or God's Salvation Church. Although that guy just went. <laughs> You know what? I was wrong. Let's all go home. I'm sorry, guys. I respect him. You got to own up to your mistakes. But here it's like, Dr. Phil is fired. We That's a thing we can check. Yeah, that's you a could fact. easily prove that that didn't happen. Man. In an interview with Guru Bag, a heartbroken mother known as Pamela said, We feel like we lost our son and someone else came home. He used to be a very sweet person and we were very close. But now he believes we're these terrible people who programmed him to be weak. Pamela's son had lived with the cold for two years. So even in a case like that, he came home and you get him back, but it's not, you know, you don't really. He has to be deprogrammed. And yeah, you're living with a total stranger. Your son is back, but he's not the son that you once knew or anything. Heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. On May 23rd, 2020, Alex Witten was found naked, dehydrated, hallucinating, and with his feet full of cactus needles stumbling through the desert north of Crestone. Just three days earlier, he had been at home in Ohio with his wife and three children. However, Alex's wife, Arianne, told Guru Mag she had noticed a darkness take control over her husband over the previous six weeks. He had become obsessed with watching Love is One videos and even had a psychic surgery performed over the phone. Think about that in three days. Yep. How your life has changed that you're naked with cactus whatnots in your feet yeah she said that they'd be having dinner and he would leave the dinner table with the family to go watch the live streams and was just and by all accounts he looks like just your average guy that's wild how it's insidious that i think that we covered QAnon. i think that's the same thing that happens as you get to watching these videos and saying well, the next thing, you have to watch the next one. You have to watch the next one. And by the it's 3 o'clock in the morning and mm-hmm. your wife's gone to bed without you. Mm-hmm. Arianne said the family was shocked when Alex abandoned them to go live with Mother God at the compound. He had shown no signs of mental illness and, by all accounts, was living the American dream with a wife, three children, and a six-figure income. But Alex was now brainwashed after only six weeks of watching online videos and a few phone calls. Again, six weeks is so short to give your children up. Six weeks is not only short, six weeks of you're not even with that person. You're just wow. watching them online. Mm-hmm. That's there's, what's really mind boggling. There's something, there's something underlying this. What do you think? I don't, the way the subliminal messages or I don't know. I don't know how they work. I just remember Saved by the Bell when they whispered into the tape, the cassette tape to try to. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Trick people. But there's there's got to be some that that's so fast. That's such a fast turnaround to be to give up literally everything for randos that you found on Facebook. Yeah, I think that or the power of social media. Mm, I think that a lot of these people that begin watching these videos are looking for something else in their life because something is lacking. So even though maybe he didn't exhibit signs of mental illness to his wife, that's not to say something wasn't going on. Mm-hmm. Or, 
like we talked about with Ray Rivera, a lot of times you choose to look the other way as as a loved one because you don't want to believe that that could be going on with true with your spouse or whatever. I don't think that someone that is um, completely level-headed, rational, lucid, just starts watching these videos and can get to that place. But I don't know. I mean, I could be wrong, too. I don't know. Mm, it's- or she may think everything's fine. And, you know, in his head, he he's like, man, I'm, I'm having a midlife crisis or a quarter-life crisis or whatever you want to call it and think life is meaningless. You know, mm-hmm. even if you're not saying it out loud, you're you, and maybe that's you find this on the Internet yeah. and you think they have all the answers. Yeah, I think you're looking for something. It starts off with, yeah, this sounds great. Love has won. We all want to love each other. This is a, a terrible time in the country for so many. Let's unite and become one. And then all of a sudden you're leaving your family and behind to go live with a bunch of people you don't know in a trailer in Colorado. Whew. On May 21st, the family watched in horror as Alex appeared on the Colts' daily live stream, saying, I'm eternally grateful to have found the mother. I've dropped everything in order to be here to honor mother, the physical mother Jesus on earth. Alex then pleaded for others to follow the same path, saying, We need you all to get here. Come to mom and help mom in all ways possible. So again, this family is watching their loved one who was just home with them a few days before. Now they're a completely different person. And the video is very unsettling because he's just sitting there. He's in like a polo shirt and khakis with his hands Mm -hmm. folded in his lap. Just looks like your everyday guy. And I just, my heart breaks for his wife that's watching this. Like, what has happened? How did we even get here? That you, the person that you think you know the best, that you love the Mm -hmm. most is saying, Come to mother. Come. And it's like, who the f is mom? Come yeah. to your family. Yeah. Just two days after appearing in this video, Alex was found in the desert, wounded and under the impression he was telepathically communicating with Mother God. His family believes he was drugged by the cult and left in the desert to die. Their assumptions seemed to be confirmed when members on that evening's live stream discussed not liking Alex's energy and that. We're not Alex's babysitter, and we're not here for whores that desert God. Over the next 24 hours, Alex's family desperately tried to find him, organizing search parties and posting on social media. A kind stranger that saw one of their posts drove an hour and a half to the location where they believed Alex was last seen. Miraculously, the stranger found him and sat with him for seven hours until help arrived. That's some kindness right there yeah. because the family's on in Ohio. It's on the other side of the country. Yeah. Just trying to get there, trying to get there. And you're, you think, man, I'm, it's going to be too late. You know, he's going to, what if he wanders in the road, gets hit by a car, gets eaten by a coyote or whatever's out there? That's a big coyote. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apparently he had a cell phone. And when he was wandering through the desert, he called his mom and said, I'm, and she could tell something was wrong. And he was like, I'm walking to the airport. Well, she knew the airport was like five hours away. Mm-mm. So they kind of had an idea of where he was. And because the family knew, his wife knew that he had been watching these videos and stuff. So, you know, mm-hmm. you can trace to where they are and everything. But yeah, you're just, 
doing anything and bless this person that has no idea who this family is. It just knew they needed help and, and did that. Sat with him for seven hours under a bridge until authorities showed up. And even then, he was still so brainwashed, he didn't want to go. He mm-hmm. didn't want to say anything bad about what had happened. They finally convinced him to go to the hospital. And, you know, even when he got back home, he still wasn't ready to, like, say anything negative about what, what had happened. And denounce it. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's some deep programming that only happened in, a, you know, a course of a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. A montage of erratic clips posted on Reddit detail the myriad of health issues allegedly plaguing Mother God, including hemorrhoids, a lightning strike through her foot, the cabal stealing her energy through a feeding tube, 100% bone cancer, blood pouring out of her ass, broken back to realign her chakra system, four pukes in one day, bedridden for two years and paralysis of her legs, 800 levels of pain, and fucking dying of cancer. It's like a super clip show of Father God and some other people saying all these various ailments that she has. If I have ever had blood pouring out of my ass, just take me to the desolation camp and just leave me to go, because that is... You start off with something that a lot of people have, hemorrhoids. I'm not here to judge. (laughs) But then, yeah, 100% bone cancer, just in case there was any... uh, confusion about how much she has four pu- it's just also worded so weird like no one talks like that he's like she did four pukes in one day <laughs> to get the energy out to save you and it's all almost like a guilt all the yeah. clips and stuff it's like a guilt of like she broke her back to realign her chakra system to give you energy oh, i don't yeah, know that's what how... she was doing spiritually that caused the blood to pour out of her ass i don't want to know i'm not going to try it i'm not that interested in <laughs> Becoming one with the energy of the universe, I'm fine. But that's, again, how they control their followers Mm -hmm. is look at all this that she's done for you. And Mm -hmm. then if you can't do what she needs from you, you're killing her. You You can't even get her a fucking chicken parmesan and her back is broken from her chakra system. I'll tell you what, it's not good for a broken back is a -a tilt-a-whirl ride. (laughs) I think she has a pre-existing condition. She can't even get on her own tilt-a-whirl. Oh, man. Amy told Dr. Phil that her stage five level of cancer, 100% full body to the bone, was what prompted the decision to recently pack up and move from Crestone to Hawaii in early September of 2020. Members were hopeful that the warm island air and relaxing tropical setting would heal Mother God. According to Suarez, the group assumed they would stay for a few months, but never formulated a concrete plan. However, when news of the group's arrival on the island of Kauai began to spread across social media, angry and concerned locals began quickly organizing protests. Yeah, she said that she had stage five cancer. And then Dr. Phil said, well, I'm sorry, what? what? Is that a thing? No. What's How many stages are there? Is that how it's four. measured? Four. It's one, oh, two, three, four. four. So she and should that's... be dead then. Yeah. And he said, I'm sorry, five? What does stage five mean? And she said, Stage five level of cancer, it's a hundred percent full body to the bone. I uh I have nothing. Even no even when someone tries to question her, like Dr. Phil, who's not in her cult, no. I think, she still doesn't back down. No, he goes, What? What is that? You know, he's like, Who who? And she doesn't also she doesn't back down and she doesn't flinch. 
She j- yeah, because she knows she just, all her followers are watching. She's got to sell it. But and also, it's just full out improv. I mean, yes. she's ready. She's, she's ready with her confident. answer. She's selling it. Locals are upset by the group's appropriation of their culture, specifically Amy's live stream claiming she was Pele, the Hawaiian goddess of fire. Hawaiian native Maliahani Chandler told the Denver Post, "This was highly offensive to the whole Hawaiian kingdom. That was almost like a threat to us." Fear amongst locals only increased as upsetting videos of the cult began to circulate. Per usual, the videos showed Amy berating followers and spewing profanities. Another video showed Amy once again acting cruel towards animals as she spit on a cat. You can't fly to somebody's island and spit on their cat. She's got a thing with cats. She's mad at them. It's weird. Just acting. You can't roll into somebody's place, claim that you're their leader. Ugh. Yikes. And then spit on their cats. Yeah. It's not a good look. Locals were also upset that the group didn't seem to be abiding by the island's quarantine rules. They were also seen at a local food bank asking for free food. Resident Elsa Almarez told the Honolulu Civil Beat, Our community is very concerned. We've been through a lot together and take great pride in protecting the sacredness, safety, and health of our community. They give our spiritual community a bad name as it seems their intentions are very questionable. Soon, protesters gathered outside the condo where some of the group was staying, including Amy and Jason. While peaceful at first, the protests turned violent when protesters threw eggs and rocks at the house, smashed windows, and damaged a car in the driveway. Small fires were also set on and around the beach that had to be extinguished by the fire department. Suarez told the Denver Post, Really, it was a riot. It was very scary. But honestly, they're... Not that you should go throw rocks and set someone's condo on fire, but I don't see why the protests, I think, were completely warranted. These people came in, not only just disrespected their culture, but was they were acting dangerously. They said that when you come, you're supposed to stay in your place, you know, your hotel, your Airbnb, your condo for 14 days for COVID, and that these people were literally just walking around the beach, no mask, doing whatever they wanted to do, and it was making people... They're like, who the hell are those people? They're like, oh, they just got here from the mainland. So you're now endangering you could spread uh, and decimate a community, spread this virus and decimate the community. It's They had also had another cult a few weeks earlier show up and do the same thing. So they were tired of the shit already. By <laughs> They're this tired time. of the, the, the cult people coming from the mainland trying to wreck their beautiful location. According to the Garden Island... When protesters asked police what they were going to do about the group, officers told the crowd, We can't do anything at this time. If there's a crime committed, it will be investigated. At this time, we don't have any evidence showing that they're doing anything more than practicing their own religious beliefs. Which, again, you get to hide behind the religion. Yeah, I mean, to play devil's advocate, they have a point. Other Mm -hmm. than perhaps violating quarantine rules, which... People do that everywhere, all day, wherever they live. (laughs) I see it daily. They're not really doing anything. You know, why should they not be allowed to live there if they want to live there? Yeah, that's a good question. And they, I think that if they said, oh, you know, it's our religion for her to say that she's this fire goddess, which is very rude. They can't, the cops can't arrest her for saying, you know. I mean, yeah, that's offensive. To a lot of people, but it's not illegal. But then again, the people that live there have all the right in the world to 
protest to go out there and say, get off. You know, we don't want you here. You're, we're not going to make it easy for you to stay here. Yeah. And that's uh, the cops straight up told them, like, this is only going to get worse if you yeah. guys don't leave. Yeah. You know? After nearly three days of nonstop protest, the mayor eventually came to broker a deal. He would have police provide an escort if the Levis One members would leave the island. The members took him up on the deal and returned to Colorado. With the cult's departure, the protesters clapped and cheered. Yeah, the police even went to the airport and kind of stood inside the airport to make sure they got on the plane. <laughs> and at first, a couple of them, including Jason and Amy, I believe tried to fly to Maui. Uh-huh. And then they were in Maui for a couple days and then were sent back to Colorado again. Yeah, the, uh, that's what uh, the cops, I think, and the mayor, I think, had the right idea of this could turn. We don't know how unhinged these people are. A, we don't know if they have COVID and they're spreading it. What we need to do is just broker the most peaceful, get the hell out of here that we can. So we, we're not going to get sued because we didn't say you can't do your religion here. But on the flip side, we also don't want to have to arrest, you know, a bunch of people because y'all got in a fist fight or burned somebody's condo down. Yeah, it was strongly encouraged that they leave the island. Currently, Amy and her followers are back in Colorado, where they continue to post daily videos, espousing their beliefs and asking others to join them on their crusade. Amy's health and the future of the group remain unknown. Chelsea, Amy's sister, told Dr. Phil that she believes Amy has been brainwashed, although she doesn't say by who, and that she is suffering from some type of mental illness. Her family also worries she is too far gone to get help at this point. Family members of those that have fallen victim to the group also see the effects of brainwashing as they watch their loved ones slip further away with each posted video. Ex-members and others affected by the cult's manipulative ways continue to speak out in hopes of bringing awareness to the controversial group and the dangerous woman they call Mother God. There's no winners in this. No, and I, the question of by whom she was brainwashed is apparently she originally went to Colorado, you know, back and when, before it all kind of started because there was a guy calling himself Father God. But uh, on Reddit, it was it's one of those where we can't really find there's no origin point that makes sense. Yeah, there's no real origin story. You can't find it where it makes sense. But some folks that had been involved in the early days were saying, you know, there was a guy they had a falling out, broke up. He left and then she's built it on her own. And then Jason came in and she gave him that title, you know, of Father God. Who knows? Maybe the other guy died and was reincarnated as Jason. (laughs) We can't know. But yeah. it was an, there was a she wasn't the total mastermind, according to what these folks were saying. And so it could be that that she's now I mean, you start a, a group, a cult and people bring you food. People bring you tequila. People give you their money. Why would you you know, why? Why wouldn't you take it as far as you can take it? Mm-hmm. The really scary part is it hasn't gotten that bad, but they have begun to talk about this whole ascension into the ocean ascension into space throwing people in the sun and when you start seeing a cult discuss an end date then you're going to end up with a chalet situation like order of the solar temple and they you know she's going to say well we all have to go to you know they got booted out of hawaii we all have to go to san diego and walk into the ocean and the ocean's going to take us away you know you don't want to end up with a heaven's gate situation yeah 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 Yeah. i mean 
as far as what we think. I, I agree with that. I, um, yeah, I mean, who's to say she wasn't a victim of a cult herself and then broke away and, like you said, kind of started this herself. I definitely think there's underlying issues that we don't know about. I mean, watch these videos. Yeah. Some kind of substance abuse and she's struggling with something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think until if she could be helped, you know, then perhaps like others would just kind of trickle off and there might be some offshoot groups or whatever. But I think a lot of people like the spell, so to speak, would be broken. But if that can't happen, then bless the family members that are just trying to get their loved ones out of there. Seriously. This this poor mom said that she wakes up every day, like five hours before she has to be at work to watch the videos. Cause her daughter is one of the main ones. Ashley Peluso, I believe is her name that streams the the daily live streams with other girls she and on her lunch break she watches it at night just so she can mm-hmm. keep up with her daughter and see that she's still alive and okay and that is oh, devastating to think about that she's grasping at any connection yeah. that she can have with her it's so sad and uh, they really have gone from small scale harm and small scams and schemes it sounds like to larger scale of selling these snake oil remedies and then also the one-to-one damage that they're doing to all the people that Mm -hmm. they uh, seduce pretty much into joining them it's it's hard to hear families get torn apart and lives get ruined and man for for whatever help this brings you know if somebody's googling love has won and this pops up hopefully they'll hear our uh, antics and shenanigans and you know say oh maybe that's not as great as it cracked up to be Mm -hmm. i think the more light that shined on the negative parts and reddit is great about that of the mm-hmm. pe- the community over there and the uh love has won exposed and the rising above all those groups are phenomenal of every shred of evidence they they have their eyes on all the social media posts and it seems like some kind of connection in the group that anything that can be you know exposed what's going on they're right there to screenshot it and screen record it and get it before the group can although they don't seem like they have a lot of shame and trying to delete stuff but they do delete sometimes comments on the live stream when people come in to disagree with them or and so it'll be like love has one is streaming user comes in and says you know you're shitty because you left this guy in the woods and you know alex witten what you know why did you do this to him and then somebody from love is one is like fuck you and fuck alex witten but then they'll go back and delete it. And so these mm. groups will go on and screenshot it. So there's now screenshots of them basically. So they can't say, we don't know who Alex Witten was. He right. was never here, you know? So they're getting, they're gathering a ton of evidence so that the followers or the people, the members right now, in case anything happens to them, there's evidence that they were there. So they're doing great work. I watched the live stream yesterday. Did you really? I watched Only it. Only a few minutes, and I got really nervous about being on it, <laughs> so I clicked off of it, because I was just like, what if they can tell I'm watching? There were only, like, 12 people watching, and all of the comments were very positive. They mm-hmm. were talking about, it was that girl, Ashley, and the other one that does it every day. They were talking about um, crystals and energies and, and stuff like that, but... What a coincidence when I watched it on the the autumn solstice or whatever, they were talking about crystals and energy. Yeah, I think that's what they talk about a lot, which 
draws people in because it's mystical it's spiritual mm-hmm. and everything it's you and i both have crystals you know we were like oh there's crystals dude but then- i have so many crystals in my house i could open up a shop in sedona there's so many <laughs> crystals in this house yeah i'm totally into that stuff so christie's crystals sedona Ooh. come on christie's crystals yeah so i mean like with any cult like i see how people can get sucked in and then it just like spins out of control it's one of those weird things like we kind of talked about with Brittany. while these parents and spouses and everything see their loved ones being sucked into this and want to help them at the same time these are adults true and they can make their own decisions and everything yeah i mean you can't it's just heartbreaking to watch i, I suppose from afar but until something straight up illegal or dangerous happens the authorities aren't going to step in and remove them no they're and they haven't you know they have a right to practice their religion Mm -hmm. however they want to practice and if that also involves getting berated and it's like where's consent yeah it's it's a great it's it's a big question but if you are a member of love is one and feel like you need help call the police i guess call your family reach out to your family they love you it's not too late because it's it is uh you should get out now. I was gonna say it's it's heading down a path. I'm I'm worried yeah. that it's headed down a path that it's gonna be We're gonna have another Waco or heaven's, another Heaven's, heaven's Gate on our hands or something like that. Yeah, I haven't heard that they have, you know, guns or anything. No, but just kind of a standoff with local authority. Because I haven't heard of anybody like any authorities in Crestone. Ha- like I think the cops are like having oh, problems those people. stuff. Yeah. Um, but if with these videos, I guess verbal abuse, I don't know if these videos come out and they cops can see their people are being verbally abused. Is that cause to step in? If they saw them being physically abused, is that cause to step in? She's already abused an animal. At what point can they look at these videos and be like, all right, we're, this is it. We're going in. Yeah, I think, you know, you would have to have evidence of when it was, where it was, that it was in Crestone, you know, so the cops so they have the authority to go in there. And a lot of times the problem is that, say they say, uh, you know, the fellow that brought the meatballs, you know, there's a video of him just getting slapped in the face. And the cops come out there and say, hey, man, we saw this video of you getting slapped in the face. Do you want to press charges? And he says, no, I'm thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm good. It was a misunderstanding. You know, they can't really do much. I think with the animal abuse, they're definitely not all cities have, you know, animal abuse task force and, uh, you know, special DA's offices where they find Internet videos and actually go out and arrest the people. Um, but maybe th- the problem is you live in a town like Crestone and it's kind of there's 150 people. You mm-hmm. know, it's not that many people and it's not that big of a, you know, law enforcement community, I would think. Isn't there a point, though? It when the state can pick up charges, and even if the victims don't want to press charges, they can press charges against the perpetrator. Like I know in like domestic violence cases, if a woman is being abused and she doesn't want to press charges, at some point the state can pick up the charges and just file charges against her abuser, right? Yeah, they still can charge. It's just harder to prove, and it's uh, a lot of times, you know, you're then going to have. I mean, when you have video footage, I think that's. That's a, a slam dunk. But, mm-hmm. you know, if you do have an, uh, 
unwilling, you know, victim who's not wanting to speak out. I think that's a challenge for a prosecutor. But the other thing is they're in, you know, selling this merch and Mm -hmm. getting all this GoFundMe money. And of course, with the tax exempt stuff, you're not really going to run into anything with that. But on the flip side, with the merch and the or with the vitamins and stuff like that, you know, they got the slap on the wrist from the FDA. But if you're going out and selling, you know, miracle cures or saying that, oh, it's a healing this or that and making and not following, you know, abiding by the federal laws. I mean, you could get I mean, it's going to be a fine. You're not going to go mm-hmm. to jail. But I mean, you could run afoul of that. But I just hope that there's some type of reporting enforcement shut down before this all this end of days talks of yeah. getting sucked into the ocean. It makes yeah. me nervous. Well, I think the FBI has their finger on this, I'm sure, yeah, and um, and everything. So with the Dr. Phil episode, this uh, amazing podcast <laughs> coming out, and I know there's <laughs> been other podcasts too, I think they're getting a lot more exposure now and not good exposure. So mm-hmm. hopefully something good will happen soon for everyone involved. We love providing Sinisterhood to you at no cost, so if you like what you hear, consider supporting the show by donating to our Patreon. We're a small operation, creating the show for you by researching, writing, recording, and producing it ourselves. Any amount is sincerely appreciated and helps offset the cost of making and hosting the show. As a thank you, you'll also get some sweet perks like ad-free episodes, a Sinisterhood sticker, membership to our exclusive Patreon Facebook group for those in the Ruling the Airwaves tier, a special shout-out on the show, a monthly bonus mini-sode, and patron-exclusive video and audio content like our weekly mix bags where we share three of our favorite things of the week. You also now have the fun perk of access to our Discord server, where you can connect with other fans in real time and discuss the latest in true crime, share personal ghost stories, or just post adorable pictures of your pets. We'll also be hopping on occasionally and hosting monthly Q&As, where you can ask us all your burning questions. And the next one is... October 17th at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. Be there or be square. For our patrons not in the U.S., you now have the option to pay in pounds or euros, saving you the cost of the conversion fee. Annual memberships are also available for all tiers. Those that select this option will be rewarded with a free month of membership. For more details on all of this and specific member tiers, visit Sinisterhood.com and click Patreon in the top right corner to join today. And make sure you stick around after our sign-offs to hear your shout-out. So many of you have been tagging us in pictures of you sporting your sweet Sinisterhood merch. Keep those pictures coming. We also recently added a new tote bag and socks to keep your feet warm this winter season. If you want some cool Sinisterhood swag like t-shirts, mugs, totes, and even clothes for your kiddos, visit Sinisterhood.com and click on Shop in the top right corner. The best thing you can do to help us grow is like, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And please tell a friend who you think would like us to check us out. It means so much to us and really helps small podcasts like us get more exposure. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Sinisterhood Pod and like us on Facebook at Sinisterhood. Christy? I'm on Twitter at Christy or GTFO and on Instagram at Christy M. Wallace. Heather? I'm on Instagram at Heather versus the World and on Twitter at MCK versus the World. As always, the devil rules the airwaves. Keep it creepy. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for supporting the show on Patreon. Here are your special Patreon shoutouts. Tara Stoll. Bridget Curtin. Rianne Elliott. Veronica Senor. Lauren Louise DeGuide. Shanna Bariola. Heather Cheek. Ginny Cozzolino. Christina Redwood. 
Mary McNutt, Megan Rhodes, Ricky Chavez, Shelby Chase, Melissa H., Mary Jane Jarman, and Jackie Rodriguez. Thank you all so much. We sincerely appreciate your support, especially during these difficult times. We couldn't do this without you. We love you. We appreciate you. Stay safe, stay healthy, and keep it creepy. Sinister Who.